Hey, what's up, guys? It's PB and J. We're back. Me and Brian went to D23 this weekend, so we're going to cover that for you guys. But, uh, Brian, what's up? What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Um, yeah, just flew back um, like two days ago, back to work and everything. Um, still thinking about like all the stuff we saw. It was pretty fun. So, um, yeah, so I was able to get into the um, the Walt Disney Studios panel. And this is kind of a continuation of what what happened in the, what we talked about last time with having the res, online reservation pushed out to Saturday. So why don't you tell us what happened? With, uh, what yeah, happened? so our, in our last episode, we were talking about how we uh, tried to reserve our spot on Friday and it, the site didn't work, so they pushed it to Saturday. And that's where we left off. So just an update, on Saturday at noon, we both signed on and... Uh, they introduced a queue system like Comic-Con to where uh, attendees, they, they log in, get put into a queue system. And then as, this one was first come, first serve. Uh, Comic-Con is random, right? You can you can log in, whatever, and they'll put you in a random order. But this one was first come, first serve. And since I left my page up from the day before, I was one of the first ones in. Uh, so I go to re- reserve my spot for the big behind-the-scenes panel on saturday with covers all the movies and when i hit save i got a 500 error uh it's not quite a crash but it it's definitely a problem and my reservations all got cleared um so i I checked them all again and hit okay and they sent me a confirmation email that was blank uh so i lost all my reservations for the day um i sent an email uh, I took screenshots, sent an email to the guest relations, and they said that they would uh, try to bump up my priority, and maybe I can get a spot. So, and they responded pretty quick. It was like like the next day they responded. Um, so all week I'm waiting for email, waiting for email, nothing. I sent another email uh, just to confirm nothing. So Brian actually told me why, because I live right down the street from the convention center. Brian told me to go and talk to them in person. So I go down there on Friday uh, to check, and I go to the help the help desk and ask the lady about my reservations. And as soon as I said that, she made this face like, I, like I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, it was obvious that people had been asking her about it all day, and she told me that, yeah, it happened to a lot of people. That 500 error uh, happened um, – so I thought it was just like just me or, or maybe a few other, but she's a few other people. But she said it was a lot of people. That's all she kept saying. It was a lot of people. Um, she the best she could do was check my badge just to see if the reservation did get attached to my badge. Um, it didn't. Nothing got none of my reservations. And I didn't sign up for a lot, really. Right. I just signed up for uh, the movie panel. Uh, I think I signed up for the Haunted Mansion panel. And I think a giveaway later in the day. I, I don't remember. Um, Brian got in. Brian got his reservations, no problem. And uh, he, you just now you just went on Saturday morning, right? You went like at nine. Yeah. Well, actually, um, like Connie got on there just like ten minutes before before the thing started, and I was on on my computer and on my phone. And on my account, I couldn't get in until an hour later. Right. So when I got in, there was nothing left. 
Yeah. It was through, it was through Connie's account that we were able to get the Disney Studios and um, some of the giveaways, like poster giveaways. Yeah. Like, that, that was pretty much it. That was all we could get. Yeah, and it sucked because I was in quick. It was within yeah. 10 minutes. I was in super fast, so I thought I was golden. Uh, so, uh, the, yeah, so the lady at the help desk was like, sorry, you know, if you want to stand in the standby line, uh, to get in, you can do that. And if Comic-Con wasn't a month ago and I camped out overnight to get into Hall H, I might've done it, but I was just like, man, I already, I've already camped out twice. I mean, I already camped out once this year, sat out there all night. I don't want to do it again. And, um, Really, it was for the Star Wars stuff. Uh, they, they had Marvel, and we'll go over that uh, a little bit later, but uh, the Hall H, Mar- Hall H at Comic-Con, the Marvel panel, had everything. They had all the announcements, all the huge surprises. So I really wasn't uh, too too bummed out about missing that one. And then they have and they go they go over all the other Disney movies, right, the other animated yeah. movies, Pixar. Um, so, I mean, I wanted to see some of that, and that. That's cool. But really, it was Star Wars. That's what I really wanted to see, so... Uh, I was bummed I missed that. Um, and beforehand, we were talking if, about if this system was something that Comic-Con would implement later, if it was successful. Um, at first, I thought that, you know, at first I was like, let's see what, let's see how it works. If it works, great. And it would be a pretty big benefit, right? No more huge lines for Hall H. We have to stand in line for 24 hours. Um, uh, Barroom 20 has some big, pretty big lines. Um, and the uh, Hilton, or by the Hilton, there's some pretty big lines. So I thought, oh, maybe like something like this. We buy your badges. And you also do this later. Um, it could end the line problem, right? You can go in and just walk up and take your spot. After having my spot lost due to a technical error, I am against it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was against it from the start because yeah, there's too yeah. much randomness in it. And like you pointed out last time that, you know, you can't go in as a group because like we're all it's like we're all on our own. Right. Like if I get in and you don't get in, then we're going to be split up that day. So it kind of sucks versus like if you camp out and you wait in line, like if you go in, we go in as a group. Right. Um, I mean, there's there's good and bad to it. I mean, but to me, I think there's more negative. I mean, um, I'm on the other side where, you know, I was able to get a, a pass. So I just showed up like two hours before and just walked in. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you know, if once if you're on the other side, it's great. Right. But then if you don't get in, then it sucks. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, most most people didn't get in. Um, but actually, it wasn't too bad for the standby. Like if you did want to like camp out that night, um, you could have gotten in because I, I thought it would be really bad where they only save like 1000 spots um, in that room out of like like close to 7000 for standby but there there was actually a, it looked like it was a split half half where um if you just showed up when they opened at around 7 p.m. the night before um you could have gotten in the thing i didn't tell you was that um they had a new they have a new policy this year um so what happened last time like 2 years ago was that people were bringing their sleeping bags and chairs and all that stuff to camp out right cuz they so the cool thing is like they lead you inside the building. So you're not out in the open like Comic Con where you're like by the marina and stuff. Right, right. So you right. do go inside, um and you know, people like you're inside the lane and you can just like stretch out and open up your sleeping bag and do all that. But this year they added a new policy where you can only bring things that you can fit into your backpack. 
So oh, that wow. means no chairs, no uh, no sleeping bag, nothing, nothing like that. Um, I think that's that's just to make things easier for um, security and um, I don't know. Maybe some people last time were complaining that there's too much stuff like sitting in between the seats for uh, for the other guests. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. Maybe I'm thinking maybe like you know you try to sit down in your seat and you got the guy next to you has this huge sleeping bag right. or a chair, lawn chair, and it's yeah. just. Um, it is, it, I mean, we, we've seen that before at Comic-Con too. I mean, we've done that. We walk in with right. our long chairs and our, you know, our coolers that we had our drinks in it. And it's a lot of stuff you drag in there and, you know, you're trying to put, find a spot for your stuff and there's nowhere to put it. Right. You're just holding it in your lap or it's in front of you. And it's like, people are trying to get in and out of the seats and they're tripping over stuff. So, I mean, we tripped over our, our cooler once, <laughs> everything. I thought they were going to kick us out. Um, uh, but yeah, no, that's crazy. So they said just whatever you have in a backpack, huh? That's it. Yeah. So, so, um, two of my friends, they ended up camping out and, you know, because there was nothing, like they, all they could do was use a backpack as a pillow and, and just lay on the, on a concrete. So it got kind of cold that night. Um, but yeah, that was, that was it. Like you couldn't really do anything. You just stand or, or just lay, lay on the floor. <laughs> yeah. You can't even have a chair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I saw some people with those small chairs that you have, the little foldable ones. Yeah. Those triangle-shaped ones. Like, you can bring those. As long as it fits into your bag, then yeah. you can bring it. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I knew I could have. I could have gone to standby and stuff, but I just didn't want to after doing it once. Yeah. I'm a con. Um, but, yeah, but just, just the fact that, you know, due to, due to something that I didn't do wrong, I wasn't able to get right. a response. That, that does suck. I mean, you did get it. It's not like you didn't get in and you're trying to talk your way in. Like you had it. I was there. Yeah. I had, I had, you know, I even had the screenshots and everything. So, uh, and something like this, at comic con where, um, it's like, and then there's more to see at comic con during a hall H. Cause when you go into hall H, you're there all day. You're in the hall, you're in the hall the whole Saturday and there's a ton of stuff. It's not just one panel like here, right? It was just, this was just the, the behind the scenes panel. At Comic-Con, you see, like, you know, the Warner Brothers panel, and, you know, this year there was a CBS All Access panel, and then you have Marvel and Star Wars, and, and you're there if you're in the hall for, you know, eight or nine hours if you stay the whole day. So to miss that because of a technical hour, oh, man, I'd be so yeah. mad. I'd be so mad. It's a whole day that uh, you miss. So we were talking before, it's almost like standing in that line is that you're putting your work in. Right. Working and when you get in, you're like, I earned this. I I stood I stood out there. I got in line in early. I was out in the heat and then in the cold that night. Mm -hmm. And I'm in and I deserve this. And it makes it it almost makes it like a reward and it makes it better. So, uh, yeah. So this 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 reservation thing, maybe they'll keep it for D23 since it's way smaller than Con. Yeah. And it's only for one panel. Then so I can see it going for in the future. But um, hopefully I don't see it at Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or WonderCon or just just here just D23 that's fine uh, and did, did they uh, did they take your phone again did they put it in the bag oh yeah they um so before they started letting people in they started handing out bags um yeah you have to like I have a smart watch like an Apple watch so I have to put that in the bag too so nothing like nothing that could possibly have a recording device on it or audio like it has to go in the bag and and it's just like the Marvel panel at Comic Con where there are a bunch of guys just walking up and down the aisle like in suits, just looking to see if anyone's recording. 
and and they warn you too like if if you get caught like you're gone like they're going to kick you out right away yeah so they're Comic-Con, not going to mess around with that stuff yeah comic-con they kind of like they'll, they'll they'll be like hey put it down put it down but they won't kick you out yeah unless you keep doing it over and over right uh but yeah disney's like you're gone don't even don't even try and, and, and they, think- have, they have night vision too right I didn't see it this time. I just saw them walking up and down. I mean, okay. I'm, I, I'm guessing they do. Like, there's I, there's always someone like watching in the dark or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, when I went the the last time I went, they had night vision, and it's not like the huge goggles you see, like Splinter Cell goggles. It's just <laughs> like, it's like one little. It almost looks like a small, like one half of a binocular. Yeah. And it's really small, but and they guy they would just put it up to their eye real quick, but you can see it was night vision. So I mean, they don't mess around. They you gotta. Right. You gotta lock your stuff up. Yeah, and I think they they're gonna watch you delete whatever you recorded, and then they'll and then they'll kick you out. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, give me your shit. Get out of here. Yeah. So um yeah so since we're talking about this panel uh since you got to see it you got to see everything why don't we uh why don't you go through it and uh, let us know what you saw. Okay, um so the panel was scheduled for two hours but it went. Um, about two and a half hours so it was split into five parts because they they own you know they have five different divisions right now and they they light they started the show by lightly talking about fox but it's just as too early so they don't have anything to to bring up um but i'm guessing the next uh, d23 they're going to have you know the five studios plus fox now so there's going <laughs> to be huge next next time they have it yeah which will be yeah cuz it'll be in 2 years so right. i'm sure they'll have stuff cracking by then yeah so um the five so they split into five and it they did it did the whole panel in this order it was lucas films marvel disney studios uh, live action pixar and then disney animation so for me, you know, I thought the Star Wars and Marvel was like the, you know, the the good parts of the panel. So I I thought it was weird weird that they didn't bookend them to kind of like leave you um like excited, you know, by oh, ending Star yeah. Wars, by yeah, Marvel. I was, I was gonna ask you about that too. I, I like they but they put those right away, right? To start. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's kind of weird. Yeah, I think it's because um they had showed a lot of stuff at Comic Con already for Marvel, so they. It, it, I think like when the show ended, it, it made more sense, like how they ended it. Um, so I'll just give you a quick spoilers. Like they ended with Frozen two, um, and they the the main cast came out. And they sang a song, like a song from the new movie. Okay. So that was a cool way to end it. Um, yeah. And that's their big movie for for the end of this year, right? So um, it made sense. But at the time when I saw like you know saw them put talk about Marvel second, I thought it was a little bit strange. Like they didn't <laughs> save that for the end. I mean, but like like you said, it kind of makes sense, right? The big the big reveal stuff was at Comic Con, anyway. Right. Just get it out the way. Yeah. So really quick, um, for Lucasfilms, like it was only about Star Wars, and they mentioned that, um, Rise of Skywalker is at the end of the the saga, I guess, for episodes one to nine. Right. Um, so I don't know what that means for, um, episodes ten, you know, and and onward moving forward. Do you have any idea of what their plan is for that? Um. From from when I when I'm hearing the next the next movies that they got lined up are uh, two separate trilogies. One is by Ryan Johnson who directed uh, the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. um, and he they've gone on to say that it's with characters in the Star Wars universe, but nothing to do with 
Skywalker or Han Solo. Nothing like it's yeah. the other part of the galaxy, and that's gonna be a trilogy of these new, brand new characters. Uh, I like, they didn't even say if it's if it's gonna deal with the uh, the First Order or even Jedi. I have no clue. Nothing on that. And then um, the other trilogy that they've got working on are by the two guys from Game of Thrones, uh, David Benioff and D.D. Weiss. Um, they're developing a trilogy, sounds like, about uh, the Knights of the Old Republic era for those who played the game. So it's like a couple thousand years before the Star Wars movies. Um, so that's all I know movie-wise coming. But nothing's been confirmed. All, all we know is that Ryan Johnson's working on his trilogy and then the D&D guys are working on their trilogy. Uh, but but as of right now, there is no episode 10, 11, 12 or anything like that. Okay, so it's probably not going to be episode whatever. Right? No. Be no. Okay. Yeah, I wonder how that's going to work because they're, you know, they put out two solo movies, you know, uh, pun intended. Yeah. Like, <laughs> solo and the uh, uh, last... Rogue I'm, One. Rogue One. And... You know, Solo didn't do that well, even though I, I thought it was fine. So maybe it's just that bit, there's too many Star Wars film and they need to scale back. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because there was plans for a Boba Fett um, Solo movie. Yeah. So and I think after yeah after Solo uh, didn't do well, they pumped the brakes on all those uh, spinoffs. And I think both the Boba Fett uh, movie... Um, kind of got transformed into that Mandalorian show. Yeah, that's what that's what I think ha- what ha- is what happened. Um, so all those other movies that they were the one-offs they were gonna do, they just they just stopped. And then there's it'll probably it'll probably be a couple years after this movie comes out in December. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably gonna be a little wait uh, before we see another Star Wars movie. Yeah. So um. The pan, like just uh, talking about Star Wars, there wasn't too much to it. The cast came out, J.J. Um, Abrams came out and talked about um, Carrie Fisher a little bit and how she knew that she was going to be in, in another film with him. Um, and and then they showed the the trailer, the the one that's out on the internet now. Right, um, right, yeah. And that was pretty much it. I mean, everyone got super excited when that that lightsaber <laughs> dark <laughs> ray. Yeah, it became like a staff that was everyone got super excited about that. Um, but um, yeah, after that they moved on to Marvel and they brought out the same um, cast from the Eternals. Right. And after that, um, they didn't uh, like they didn't say anything. They just came out and um, just just so the fans can see them. And then um, I saw they showed they showed the artwork of what their costumes are going to look like. Right. Yeah. Yep. It was like a still shot. And then they introduced, they, uh, they announced Kit Harrington, right? Right. Coming in as, uh, the Black Knight, which nobody knows who that character is. <laughs> Actually, I don't know anything about the Eternals, so. Yeah, the Eternals, the Eternals themselves are a pretty obscure group of characters. They kind of, they've been around forever, but they never really took off as like a big deal. Um, I've only read a handful of stories with them. Um, Black Knight actually was a big character for a long time, from the 60s to about the 90s. He was in the Avengers. 
Mm-hmm. But over the last 20 years or so, his popularity has just kind of died off. Uh, so he actually does have a lot of history with the Avengers. So it's cool that they're bringing him in. Um, and if they do a new Avengers movie down the line, it makes sense for him uh, to jump in. Uh, but I think that's why they went so big on this cast. Because this the Eternals, nobody knows who they are, really. No one knows what they do. So you you build this massive cast so so now like you know like my sister for example she's a huge angelina jolie fan mm-hmm. so i sh- showed her that she's in the movie so she now she wants to see it even though she has no idea who the eternals are like they don't care uh angelina jolie kit harrington richard madden uh don lee was uh big in korea uh, these are big big names so it's, it's uh it's pretty cool it's pretty cool that they're they're doing that they're pushing this really obscure franchise and making it a big deal. Yeah. And the, the cast is like pretty diverse too. So that's pretty but, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And they even have the um, uh, deaf actress, right? right. She was, uh, and she was on walking dead. And it's funny cause I, uh, I watched walking dead and she plays a deaf character, but I didn't know she was deaf. Yeah. But yeah. The, I'm a movies looking you know, when they announced it a long time ago, I was like, Eternals. Why did they do? But now I'm like, Oh man, I can't wait. <laughs> 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 but that's it, right? They they went on stage and then just waved and went off, right? Yeah, and they show that still, and yeah, that was pretty much it. So so they they go off the stage, and then um, the director for Black Panther comes out with Kevin Feige, and they're just like teasing the the audience, and Kevin Feige brings out this paper, and he's like, so so can I talk about um, what the movie is like? Black Panther Two is what what it's gonna be called. Because it, right now it's just called uh, Black Panther Two, uh-huh. so there's no there's no official name for it yet. So the director's like, no, I can't. And then he's so Kevin's like, what about the the villain? He's like, no, I can't, I can't say it. <laughs> so he just kept like saying like you know, kept teasing everyone. But then the only thing like uh, they were able to announce was was a date, um, which is uh, May six, twenty twenty two. Man. That's, a, that's a long oh dude that's three years man yeah <laughs> is that still within phase four or is that like five or eight? no that would be phase five okay so the next the next two years are phase four and there's a lot in phase four but it's only two years but man yeah like why even why even announce the date who cares right. <laughs> yeah i'm more ex- I, I i'm more excited about like the villain or something anything else besides the date yeah like, so far away <laughs> yeah and, and they ended with um black widow so nothing new there they did show a new clip um that's pretty much uh, the same like what they show at con where um there's a fight with her sister and like some other stuff but the beginning part is it's slightly different like that's like unseen footage but it's it's almost the exact same shot like same okay. uh, same same area same scene probably same scene same okay. trailer um, yeah. that that part's all the same okay but then that's it then they just moved on yeah they then they moved on to to live action um so i thought this was the best part of the whole panel actually so um they they show that they were going to introduce jungle cruise and you know, this sounds silly, right? So it's based on a ride, and I don't know if you've been on a ride, but that ride is super cheesy. So yeah. It, it's, oh, yeah. it's cheesy on purpose, like the tour guide on boat. Like yeah. Like these, these really dumb jokes and stuff. And, and, 
and you see the it's like you see those animals they're all fake they're all like robots and stuff and it's just a silly ride right so they're making a movie out of it and the movie is um is going to be like over the top um like action movie so it's going to be similar to like pirates of the caribbean but you're on a boat in the amazon okay so the rock is in it and so he comes out and it's pretty funny because he's he comes out and he talks like the movie's all about him and everyone's going to go watch the movie because of him and nothing else. <laughs> uh, so he, so he plays a trailer and it's like all about him in the trailer. Like all the scenes are all about him to make him look good. And then they show like Dwayne Johnson and his, his name is like super huge. Like it fills up the whole screen and then, and then they show Emily Blunt and then her name's like super small. <laughs> so, it's yeah so so they show that trailer and then like emily blank comes out and she's like wait a minute like that's you know this movie is more about like like her and she so she's a scientist and she needs his help to go down the the river the amazon river um for to find a plant that that has like healing properties or something and i think that's what the movie is based on okay and then so then she shows her trailer and it's all about her <laughs> like, like her kicking ass and like he finds this like a deadbeat guy who runs a ship and it's the rocks character. You okay. Know? So it makes it all like it highlights her. And then they, when they show the name, like they show her name first, it's all huge. And then when they show Dwayne Johnson, it's like tiny. So that, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah. So I thought that was the best part of the whole panel, actually. Like they were just like making fun of each other the whole time. Like that's cool. That, that interaction with the two of them was what, what made it really good. Okay. So, so I'm guessing the movie's gonna be pretty good in a really silly, like entertaining way. So did it get you like interest, interested to see the movie? Like, or you're kind of like, ah, eh, wait. I'll wait, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it'll be good. Um, but yeah, it's something I could wait on though. Okay. And then they showed, um, so they brought out Angelina Jolie out again for a Maleficent sequel. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people are waiting for that one. Really? I, I don't know. I, I didn't watch the first one. And oh, yeah, that first one was, was a big hit. A lot of people love that, that really? movie. Yeah. That's actually, <laughs> money-wise, it's her biggest movie ever. Wow, okay. Yeah. I didn't that's, know that. Yeah, that's a big, big... Oh, that movie was a big deal. Okay. So maybe that's why they're spinning off all these, like, villain movies, right? Because um, they also, like, just sidetrack really quick, they're, they're also doing a Cruella movie with um, Emma Stone. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw the still for that. Yeah. Was that announced there? Does that? It was. That... I don't know if, it, if that was where it was first announced, but she she wasn't there, but she had a clip of her like saying like I'm filming in London, and then she keeps telling like someone off camera like to to shut up or be quiet and stuff. And it was one of the Dalmatians. <laughs> it was just a quick clip, but it was. Right. Um. Yeah. So the movie's just called Cruella. Um. So it's kind of like focusing on how she became who she is yeah um, so okay yeah that, that's like maleficent maleficent was the same thing how she became maleficent and stuff yeah so this one um michelle pfeiffer's in it and she's a queen um for i don't know which kingdom and it's <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean they showed a, a few minutes of the clip i mean a, like a pretty long clip of the movie um i don't know i, I think i need to see more because I just thought it was okay. Like maybe I just I maybe I need to watch the first one to kind of have a better feel for the movie or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. It probably didn't make any sense to you. 
so I showed yeah. this footage. Yeah. Um, and then they showed Mulan. So that one, they showed a pretty long clip of, of the movie too. Um, it looks cool, but have to we'll have to wait and see, I guess, for that one. So after that, they went on to um, Pixar. So that's that's the fourth one out of five. And they started with that movie Onward. Um, wow. So you you've heard of that movie before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew about that one before. So it's basically like a fantasy kind of a themed um, story, but set in the modern time. Right. So the two main characters, um, they're they're elves. I think they're elves. Um, let's see. So it's uh, voiced by um, Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. So it's they're both like Ian and Barley Lightfoot. So like um, in the early teaser videos, you don't really know what the story's about, but um, they kind of went into more detail about what what it is. So basically, um, Ian, which is Tom Holland's character, he he's a little brother, um, and he's never met his dad before because he his dad passed away when he was young. So on his birthday, he gets a gift from his dad that that was left for them, and it's a staff that says like it can bring the dad back for like 24 hours um but when you try to use it it kind of worked halfway so so they have to so they have to go on a quest to kind of like like get the staff working again and um bring the dad back so that's pretty much what the movie is about um but the funny part of the of that was that uh, tom holland came out and and with chris pratt and they were just talking about like marvel and you know the avengers stuff the whole time at least <laughs> tom was and then the guy from pixar like to me it looked like he had to like reel him back in to talk about like onward instead yeah like, no one cares no one cares <laughs> and yeah. the, big, the big hubbub about that real quick is if for those who don't know um the deal between sony and marvel that allowed them to use spider-man in the avengers movies fell apart basically last week and as of right now tom holland is no longer connected to the marvel universe uh and so that's why he was up there sad and talking about marvel the whole time right right yeah and um yeah and i saw before before um d23 that he un he unfollowed like sony or something so yeah I, yeah <laughs> and he's pretty upset about what happened that they couldn't come over the deal. <laughs> yeah because he's like he's so like enthusiastic about the whole thing like he's genuinely loves it um and probably that's because he's so young was he 20 yeah yeah you know and and he loves every everything about it and then now it's it's over and so yeah he's he he's not uh he's not hiding it yeah and well like he got a really loud response from the crowd too like when he came out because you know, everyone loves loves him as a as a Spider Man character. Yeah. And he was supposed to be like the next Tony Stark, right? From what you told yeah. me. Yeah. Right? That was what he was groomed to be. Um and you saw that in the last movie where he was wearing his sunglasses and he's doing all of that tech stuff. Yeah, right, right. But now with the split, if they can't get can come back and, and work together again, then they can't they can't link them anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. They yeah, if they do a, a Spider Man three that's not connected to Marvel I'm sure it'll be a, a crossover with Venom, which, I mean, that's awesome. I want to see that uh, with Tom Hardy. But they can't mention Stark in any way. Um, they can't mention, you know, the Avengers in any way. It would just be them. Right. 
So it's kind of it's 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 just super awkward that you know it would be a Spider-Man movie with no mention of the Avengers or Stark. That's that's a big big part of the character. Uh, but I mean we'll I mean we'll see we'll see. Um, I have a feeling it's they're still I mean it it's they are still working on it. You can you can go online you can look that they are still negotiating, and I think it will happen. <clears throat> I think they will fix it because. Uh, uh, it was, there was a Forbes analyst or somebody like that who, who is, was looking at it and it was saying that this whole situation is lose lose for everybody. It hurts Sony. It hurts Marvel. No one benefits from them being apart. So, um, I have a feeling that it's going to happen. It just might take a little time. Yeah. From what I saw, it, it looks like, um, Disney's the one that wants more, more of, um, more, more profits out of the split. Right. Uh, because of what they had before, I think it was like a five, like Disney would get five percent and all the merchandise or something. Yeah, yeah, it was five. Yeah, it was five percent. Uh, but they called it like five percent first money deal, and I, I or first first day. So I think it was only five percent of opening day, something like that. And then, but then, yeah, they also they get the merchandise though. Yeah, and I think now they wanted fifty fifty and. Like, so if I'm on Sony's side, which I, I mean, if they ask for 50 50, that's a little bit unfair, right? Cause that's, they don't own that property and they're asking for like half of whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, on both sides, the argument's valid on both yeah. sides. You just, they just need to find a number. Marvel's saying, uh, you know, we produced this movie for you and it just made up, it's your biggest movie of all time. Right. We should get a little more than 5%. Um, and then, Sony's like that's fine, but not fifty. Um, and then it kind of just goes, and then there's there's a, there's a stalemate right there. Um, I have I heard I read reports that it wasn't fifty fifty, that it was more thirty, that they wanted thirty percent. Marvel did. Okay. Uh, but then they would also co-finance. Um. So I, I and then but then I heard that Sony. Uh. You know, from their side, they were saying that Marvel was telling them that Feige, that now that they're getting the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, that Feige's focus will be more towards that than a property that they don't own. Yeah. So it, and, and so they, they need to be more money, something like that. So there's a lot. There's a, you guys can go online and check it out, but there's a lot going back and forth. We probably don't, we probably won't ever know the exact details. Uh, but th- all we know is as a stalemate, as of right now. And uh, I think, I think I still think it'll happen. I think they'll, they'll work something out and they'll get it. They'll get it done. Uh, the good thing is that since Spider-Man just came out, that there's time before they get cracking on the next one. Right. It's not like, Oh, it's over. We split. Oh, we got to start filming next week. It's like, no, it just came out. There's a little break and they can work things, work something out. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope they get it work something out because they you know once they uh start focusing on x-men and you know that means um wolverine and spider-man can be in the avengers right like the new avengers yeah yeah that would be cool i mean we we didn't get to see spider-man and 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 hugh jackman we didn't get to see that but you know i still want to see spider-man and wolverine right you know even if it's not it's not hugh someone else and and marvel they i don't know if you saw but they said that when they do introduce the new Wolverine that he's going to be an Avenger. Okay. So it's like, okay, well, you know, if he's going to be an Avenger, you got to have Spider-Man in there too. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens.
Yeah. So, yeah, so for the movie Onward, it looks pretty good. Like, now that I saw more of it, yeah. I'm, more, I'm more looking forward to, to watching it now. And it's Pixar. You know Pixar's quality. Yeah. So. so that leads me to the next movie um, they introduced. It's called Soul, S-O-U-L. And the way they introduced this movie was the same way they talked about Inside Out, where it's one of those, like, really obscure movies where you don't know too much about it. Right. And so, like, when you hear a concept, you're like, this sounds weird, right? <laughs> like, so, like, Inside Out was about, like, your feelings, right? So this yeah. one is about um, how when everyone's born, they're all, they have, like, their attributes, their characteristics are all ingrained into their soul. So they have, so, it's like, the characters look like a like a ball with, like, a face and stuff like that. So it's kind of weird. But um, before that, before they get into that, like, they talk about, um the movie being about a guy who's a jazz who's a music teacher but he's trying to get his break as a jazz uh musician in the band in the jazz band and it looks like after he he gets his big break um he falls into a manhole and he dies i think at least that's what it may may look like yeah. and that's how the whole soul part takes place um but that uh he, so that that main character was voiced by Jamie Foxx so he he came out and he you know he was trying to like get everyone all riled up and stuff. So it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that's what that movie's about. I, like, again, this is like one of those like weird concepts from Pixar, and it's going to sound weird until you watch the movie, then it'll be like the best thing ever once you yeah, watch it. Yeah, so. you just got to trust the process, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so the last thing was the uh, Disney animation um, so they introduced this new movie called Raya and the Last Dragon. So it's based on Southeast Asia with dragons. And it's based, it's about a girl called Raya and she has to go to these different villages. And each village is, is different. So it's more like an adventure, um, like an RPG type thing where they have to go, she has to go to five different regions to collect, um, something. It's like a stone or something to awaken a dragon or something like that. Um, so the animation looks really good, um, but I have to see more more for that one. All right, right. Yeah, and the writer is uh, the one who took the book um, Crazy Rich Asians and adapted it to film. So she's doing this project. Oh, okay. So, she, so she's working with Aquafina, and she's one. She's voicing one of the dragons. Okay. So there's some heavy hitters behind this one. Yeah. I mean, it's going to focus more on, like, the Asian culture and stuff. So it, it looks like they're aiming towards that for the next two years with that one and, like, the Shang-Chi and stuff. So Right. Yeah. And then and then uh, after that, you said it was Frozen, right? That was the... Yeah, so Frozen 2 was the last one. Um, so they introduced two new characters. Um, so in the flashback, they're going to show, like, uh, their mom, which is voiced by Evan Rachel Wood. So... Uh so um they show a little clip of 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 that and then um the other person is Sterling K Brown I he's in Black Panther right Yeah I got that guy's blowing up he's in a lot of stuff now Yeah so he's voicing like one of the soldiers Okay the and the panel ended with the main the main uh, cast like singing a new song from from the movie so that was cool and that was it um that was the end of the panel. It, it was pretty long. I mean, there were some yeah. parts where it started feeling a little bit long. Yeah. Um, but overall, it was pretty good. I mean, there was a lot of stuff. They 
they really wanted to show some stuff to kind of get people excited about all the new stuff that's coming out other other than just talking about it. They were showing long clips, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah we were talking about that before that that um they they used to split up the movie the movie panel with Pixar. Pixar used to be on Friday. Right. And now it's the guests. That's probably why it was so long. Yeah. And I noticed that too when uh, cuz I was walking around the floor and I didn't hear from you till 12:30. Right. And I was like, "Man, is is are they just can't get out are you guys like <laughs> is that crowded you can't get out of the room or uh i didn't know if, uh, if it was running long i didn't know yeah that's a long panel man two and a half hours yep i know yeah. i know that comic-con uh the longest panels only go two hours yeah uh, even the marvel one was like an hour and a half right it yeah that was only that was only 90 minutes uh the, and the two hour one is normally warner brothers and warner brothers there's a lot of sub studio so it's like warner brothers lionsgate blah 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 blah. so yeah. it's not just one uh but yeah man two and a half hours that's that's a long time <laughs> but uh but since you know since brian was in in the in the in the panel and i and and i was and i was walking on the floor and it was funny because it was so quiet the floor was so quiet and i remember thinking like man did it this did this sell out like it said it sold out but i mean i was walking around with no issue no lines for anything and it was because you guys were on the panel. Once once you guys got out of the panel, it just boom, and the whole the whole place filled up. <laughs> I mean, seven thousand people—that's a lot of people. I think the Simpsons panel was going on at the same time at the arena too. Yeah, yeah, there was two there was two things going on. So, and the arena—I don't know how much it seats. It's it's a couple of thousand people too. So let's let's just say a cool ten thousand people just got released at the same time, and yeah. then the place livened up. Then it got loud. Then the, the lines got long and and a lot of more buzz and the energy. Then the energy came up too because I was just walking around. And it was like, oh, this is cool. Oh, this is cool. No one was really, you know, amped up or anything. Um, but I got there. I got there about 9:30, and the first thing I wanted to do, I wanted to, I wanted to sign up for Disney Plus because uh, there was a, there was a, um, a convention exclusive. If you signed up for three years, it was it was only four dollars a month. Um, so I went to check it out. Uh, didn't sign up though because I want the I want the bundle, which is Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus uh, for twelve ninety nine a month. And I asked um, one of the employees there if they had the bundle ready, and she said no. Uh, the uh, best bet for me is to wait until launch day, November twelfth, and sign up then. Uh, especially since I already have ESPN Plus and I paid I prepaid the year. So there would be some like, you know, they would have to go in and do some math on there and, and see if I get a discount or, or whatever. Uh, but they're going to got to link my account. So, uh, they just weren't able to do that at, at the booth there. It was just Disney plus and that's it. So, uh, so I stopped there first and then I went up to the avatar room. Um, that was really cool. They had a, a lot of, uh, props and stuff from the movie. Um, they had bus of, uh, of all the characters there that they sculpted. And that was kind of the reference for the animators. And they had a couple statues and some photo ops. Uh, you can take a photo of, it looks like one of the big creatures was going to run you over. And they had a, and then they had a video screen of the avatar world in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, with, you know, it has like the, the, the Banshee ride and stuff yeah. like that. And, and that looks really cool. I want, I do want to get down there one day. Um, when I was there in 2015, um, and they, that's when they debuted it, and they, you know, and then they they went through the whole 
park and it just it looks super cool like you know you you go in during the day and then when you, you can come back at night and everything there it was real big on the bioluminescence yeah like in, like in the movie so it changes it's almost like two different parks um you walk through you leave footprints on the ground just like in the movie and the, everything's like you go down the river and it's just there's lights everywhere um and then the banshee ride is supposed to be like just amazing um so i definitely want to get down there eventually um, I just got to find a good, uh, a good time of the year with good weather. <laughs> like right now, <laughs> yeah. it's be terrible. And my right. cousin, uh, my cousin went to school in Florida, so he's kind of got the inside track on that. He can let me know uh, when's the good, the good time, good time to go. But that was a really cool room, and you went up there later, right? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Um, your your sister's a big fan, right? Didn't she? Oh. Yeah. Wasn't she joking about telling you to steal one and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I was taking pictures of the bus of Jake Sully and stuff, and she was like, just grab one and go. Just grab one and go. You're fast. You're in shape. You can make it. And I was like, no, there's cops right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's probably why they put it on the second floor so you can yeah. – they have, they have time to stop you. So. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh shoot, you gotta go. You, it'd be funny. You grab a you grab a bus to run and you go on the escalator. You just go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stop that guy. So. Uh, yeah, definitely cool that, you know, that little maquettes that they sculpted, you know, and so, and some of it was still concept art too, so they don't look exactly like it came out in the movie. So, uh, pretty cool area. Then you can, then they had couches in there, you can sit down, uh, just kind of enjoy that. And then the lighting was really cool. So it had a pretty good atmosphere in there. Like you could just kind of got up, you could have went in there, sat down, charged your phone, just hung out in there and, and, you know, they didn't kick you out or anything. So it was actually a really cool setup. I can I can see why they did move it upstairs because it was kind of like its own thing. Um, and then you know after that went down and uh, I was walking around the floor and uh, but you know they had a lot of cool booths and stuff. Um, they had like the Pixar booth where you can take pictures, uh, it, you know, in front of like a Toy Story uh, house and uh, up and you know uh, stuff like that. Wally, um, and you got you got your pic you got a, a poster there, right? Yeah. And that was for Onward? Yeah. Um. So we signed up. So this is through the online reservation. So we signed up to get a poster for Onward and Frozen. Okay, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff. There's There was a um, uh, there was one big booth. I don't know if you saw it. And it had a bunch of costumes from the movies. Yep, I yeah. Yeah. That, that did you go into it or no? You're talking about the Marvel Studios one, or a no? Disney? No, it was a Disney one, and it was kind of blocked off. Oh, that was like for heroes and villains, or something. Yeah, right? heroes and villains. Did you go in that one? I, I didn't go into it. Um, there was an opening, so I just looked in. From yeah, outside. I did the same thing. I wanted to see what was in there. Um, it looked cool. Like there was a lot of cool, you know, actual costumes, but the line was really long. Yeah. And you could kind of go in and just kind of you know wander around, and they don't kick you out or anything, so you can take your time. And so they weren't letting people in consistently it was like when people left they would let people in so it was kind of looked like it would take a while so i didn't i didn't get in that line but i, I did i peeked in and there, i saw some some stuff from I, actually from uh Cruella deville i saw her costume from the from the 101 dalmatians movie like the uh, original uh, one yeah with um glenn close glenn close yeah yeah so i saw stuff and i was like oh man i want to get i want to go in there but that long that line was already long and then by the, when they let when you guys got out of your panel and the Simpsons one got out. Uh, it got even longer, so I yeah. didn't do that one. Um, 
you know, and then I, I went through the artist alley. There's a great, great artist that are officially licensed by Disney, and they were painting and doing demos. That was really cool. Uh, but I think the coolest, the coolest booth I think was the Avengers Campus booth. And that's the one um, with that's going to be at Disneyland uh, next opening next year. Uh, that one they had a layout of the Avengers campus and, it, and the guy wasn't there when you guys got in there. Um, but the guy was in, he was in full character, like, it, like if he was actually in the Marvel universe and he was explaining the Avengers campus as if it was real. So he was like, Oh, you know, here's the Guardians ride, you know, the Guardians escape. And then you go down a little bit and this is the Avengers headquarters where, you know, Black Panther and Iron Man and Captain America go to rest and relax and then, they have a Quinjet parked on the roof, and you can see it. And I, I'm guessing that's going to that's be where, like, the photos are, you know, when you go in there at Disneyland. Yeah. You'll have the people dressed up as they care. Right. Um, he was like, yeah, and this is where they, you know, they hang out. It's the main headquarters for our Avengers where they can go and rest. And then across the way is uh, uh, Hank Pym, Pym Technologies, and they're trying to work on uh, ways to uh, you know, technology to help end world hunger and all that stuff. And that's where they had a that big diorama of that giant pretzel and the giant soda. Yeah, yeah that was really cool. Um, but that's going to be the restaurant slash brewery um, in the in the rest in the in Disneyland or in uh, Avengers Campus. Uh, that's where you get your food and drinks. So then he's like, across the way is is Doctor Strange's uh, sanctum where he practices the mystic arts. So, I, so I'm assuming that's going to be like a show area, <laughs> you know, where they're going to have magic shows and stuff. And then south of that was, uh, they called it Web, uh, and there was something, Worldwide Engineering something, and it, he was like, this is where Peter Parker and Tony Stark um, invent new technologies for the world, um, and that's going to be the Spider-Man ride, the big, it's going to be the big, huge ride uh, in Avengers Campus. Um, they had the concept art up on the wall, and then they had uh, a little creature, right? You saw that little creature that was, yeah. like, was like a puppet that was interacting with people, and that's gonna that's from the Guardians ride. And then they had plans up on the wall uh, so you can see what's coming at Avengers Campus. And then the other side of the wall is it was like the interactive uh, screens that like in the movies, the Tony Stark has uh, his monitors up and he's like he's like scrolling through his files and he's spinning around his armor, you know, on the computer. And they had a wall set up like that, too. where You, you can like touch the screen and like look at the armor and Quinjet and all that stuff. So that was really cool. I think that was the best booth, I thought. Um the the Marvel the actual Marvel booth was cool too and had all the costumes from the from Endgame. Um, that was really cool. I don't, I don't know if you guys went there and took pictures or anything of, of that one. Yeah, I did. It was cool. They they had a lot of uh, Black Widow costumes, like different yeah. versions of it. There. Yeah, 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 like every movie, right? Yeah. And it had like a, a version her costume from every movie. And yeah. then had the fat Thor suit. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, and they had the the axe um, hammer too. That was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that Stormbreaker there. So that was that was cool. That was actually um, unexpected. Uh, and there, I mean, there was there was a lot more. Um, unfortunately, I had to leave early that day. I had a fancy football draft I had to get to, so I left around three. So I got like half a day. Uh, well, I mean, it was a good six hours, so it was still a lot. I saw a lot, uh, but I didn't get to see. There was stuff later in the day, like there was that Marvel panel that we wanted to go to, and I didn't sign it, so I'll, I don't know if that one – did that one need a reservation too? Yeah, it did. So we actually got a reservation for that one, but we got there a little bit late, so we couldn't get in. 
Um, and we didn't get there early enough to get into the standby line. Um, but it looks like they let in a lot of people from the standby line. So, um, yeah, I, I, if, I think if you stuck around, you would have gotten into that one. Yeah, I was def, I definitely wanted to do the standby for that one. And they gave out that limited edition comic. Yeah. That's our, it's already, uh, it's already selling online, right? Right. Yeah, people were putting it on there for like 200 bucks or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I mean, I would have kept it. But, right. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I had to leave. But um, D23, it, it, you know, it's it's not huge. It's not a it's not a massive convention, but there's a lot of stuff, a lot of cool stuff, especially now that, uh, you know, has Marvel and Star Wars and Pixar and all of it. There's something for everyone. So um, I know I was talking to my sister and her husband, and they want to go to the next one, um, especially since their daughter will be about three almost three at the time. And so, you know, it'd be fun for her to see. Uh, and, you know, they were actually kind of mad. They're like, how come you didn't tell us about this one? And I was like, cause you guys never go. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, sounds like they're, they're, you know, they'll go and they'll have a good time. So everyone, I mean, there's so much there that any, pretty much anyone, you know, if you watch movies or TV and stuff that you're, you're going to have a good time. So I always recommend D23. It, it does kind of suck. That's every two years. Right. Cause like this year I, I had to leave early and then I'm like, ah, now I got to wait another two, another two years where I can go back. And, um, I only went, we both only went Saturday, but Friday had some big stuff, right? They had the Disney plus panel, which I thought was going to be, you know, a big deal, but it turns out to be a huge deal, right? Huge that deal. was a massive panel. Yeah. I, I think that was the main panel that they focused the entire show on. Not I so much. So I mean, I, I think they. I mean, they they focus on the movie one too, but they went all in on the Disney Plus panel. Yeah, and then that booth, that Disney Plus booth, was massive. That thing yeah. was huge, where you can go sign up, and they had all these stations to sign up, and then they had people up up there on the stage talking, uh, you know about you know about what's coming to Disney Plus and everything, and so that yeah, they put everything on that streaming. Did you uh, did you see the room to the side where you can sit down? And they'll have someone demo how the how the UI is gonna look and everything. Yeah, I did. I did see that. I I I went in there, but they it was in between demos. Yeah. And I probably should have just sat down and just waited, but I, I was like, ah, eh, and I just left. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they 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 were gonna demo the actual app itself, so that's really cool. Yeah, but, it looks like looks like it's um pretty like there's not going to be as much stuff as like Netflix or anything, but it, the interface does look like really clean and you get to, you get to choose by either Marvel or um like Nat, Nat Geo and all that other stuff. Yeah. So you can sort it by category. So it's pretty cool. And, you know, we, neither of us were in, we're in the um, Disney plus panel, but we can kind of go through real quick what they, what they debuted. It was a lot of stuff and it was a lot of, it's a big deal. Yeah, so um, they're going to have a – it looks like it's a show. I don't know if it's a show or a movie, but it's like a, a, a spinoff of Monsters, Inc. called Monsters at Work. Yeah, it's a show. Um, it's a show, okay. Yeah. And then um, – so I'm skipping a lot of stuff, but for the – you know, for Marvel, um, they show some stuff at Comic-Con already, but they're introducing uh, some more new shows um, like Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight. So I don't know too much about Miss Marvel except for um, 
I only know her from Ultimate Alliance 3. <laughs> this girl that has a giant hand, right? Yeah, she's so Miss Marvel is a is an inhuman, and her powers is that she's a shapeshifter, kind of like Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. And she can grow big. Like she doesn't stretch like him. She can grow big and big and small. So she'll grow like her hand huge, and she can sock something, or she can grow to like twenty feet tall and stuff like that. Uh, that's a big deal. She's the first uh Muslim character. Uh, she's Pakistani in the comics, and so she was the first one to have her own comic book, and now she'll have her own show. Okay. And the character's gotten really popular over the past few years because what she was, she was a fangirl. She's a super fangirl. She loved the Avengers, loves superheroes, knows everything about them. And then being an inhuman, her powers kicked in later, and she got powers and took up. And so she became a superhero, and she became Miss Marvel since Carol Danvers at that point had become Captain Marvel, and that was her favorite hero. Uh, so we read her comics. It's pretty funny because she'll geek out over all the heroes. She's almost like, you know, if it was one of us, yeah, you know, and Iron Man's standing in front of you, and, and she's just geeking out about him. So uh, that one had actually they they were talking about that show for a long time. Um, the rumor at the at the time was it was gonna go on a, on ABC, uh, probably like you know next to a, uh, a News of Shield and stuff. Not uh, not uh, with the Inhumans, the one the ABC show. No, 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 that one didn't happen. <laughs> that one doesn't exist uh but yeah there was talks of it going to abc for a long time and they just kind of talks went away but now i know why that didn't come that they were waiting for disney they knew disney plus was in the works and stuff and and so it's it makes sense to go disney plus i think that's a good it's a good spot for it and then uh super surprise for moon knight and she hulk like i did not see those coming at all um especially she hulk because the rights to the hulk are all messed up and they're all tied together with universal. That's why the Hulk can't have his own movie. He can only be in other characters movies. Um, and it, it also pertain to the Hulk characters, she Hulk, abomination, you know, all those guys. Um, so turns out, I guess they can do it on streaming. I guess it's not, it's, it, I read somewhere that it was a possible loophole that it's not, it's not a movie. It's a streaming service on TV, so therefore it's different. Um, so having She-Hulk in her own show is really cool because she's a really cool character. Um, I've liked her a lot uh, for a long time. I read her books for a long time, and the Hulk will will have to show up on her show. Uh, she gets her powers from Bruce Banner, and she's his, she's his cousin, so you, you really can't ignore the Hulk. Um, so I was super surprised when they announced She-Hulk. I didn't think it was even possible, to be honest. And then Moon Knight is really, really cool. I guess since they can't use Daredevil for now, since it's uh, a two-year wait, yeah. uh, bringing in Moon Knight. And Moon Knight is a super dark character. It's, it, he's basically Batman if Batman was insane. Uh, this guy is like he's super crazy. Um, Kevin Feige kind of, if you've watched the highlights, he said that you know the, the whole mystery of that character is that does he – does he have powers or is he just insane? And even he doesn't know. Um, and he, they already said that that show was going to be darker than Daredevil, which is, that's really dark because Daredevil was really dark. Uh, so super excited about those shows. And I knew, I, I didn't, I didn't expect, I didn't think they would drop three new shows, maybe one. Right. Not three. Uh, but they, I did read beforehand though that Marvel had some, they just said that Marvel had big plans for that panel. And that's all they would say, just big plans. 
Uh, and I thought maybe one more new show, especially because at Comic-Con, they debuted four shows. Uh, Loki, WandaVision, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and um, Hawkeye. And then here we go. They just added three more. So that was really that actually made me on Friday go, oh man, I should have gone. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I should have went. I should have bought a ticket for Friday. But then they also had uh, Mandalorian, right? They dropped the first trailer. Yep. And, and also Cassian Andor. What 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 is that one about? Uh, yeah, it's Cassian Andor. It's the guy from Rogue One. Uh, so it's a prequel series. Okay, but it's not. Oh, it's it's the one with Diego Luna, right? Yeah, a character you yeah. played. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think that one is even. I don't even think they started on that one though. That one's a ways. That one's a ways off. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Looking. Um. Looking at the. I gotta look at the site here since we weren't there. Um. Look, there's also a new um, season of Clone Wars. New Clone Wars. Yep. Um. That's a, they can finish off that series. And then they're bringing back, uh, High School Musical. Which, um, when, when that was, when that was at its prime, that was a huge show. Remember that? About, <laughs> about 10 years ago? Yeah, I never watched it though. Yeah, so I didn't, I yeah, I didn't either. But, yeah, I don't know anything about it and stuff, but it was, I know it was a huge, huge hit. It was a massive hit when it was out. Um, and uh, Lizzie McGuire, that's another mm-hmm. one. That was a massive show. And they're bringing her back, and it's Hilary Duff again. So um, let's see. Phineas and Ferb are back. They have a movie. I never watched that either. <laughs> <laughs> I, think was, I think these were – I was already a little older. Um, oh, and uh, Forky from Toy Story is getting his own show. Oh, no, it's, it's shorts. Looks like there's going to be a little shorts. So a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff for that Disney Plus panel on Friday. They're they're really, really putting this this streaming service out there. Yeah, and um, I, I think they have a pretty good start, right? I mean, the site crashed, so yeah, <laughs> I, I'm sure they want to get that fixed right away and sign up as many people as possible. Yeah. So and also, yeah, for those who don't know, there the, there's a deal at D23 if you signed up for three years. Uh, the price went from six dollars a month to four dollars a month, so it's basically like a hundred, hundred and forty bucks for three years. That's super, super cheap. Uh, now that's available uh, until uh, for everyone up to, until September. Um, but if you try to sign on, I know I don't know about now, but early in the day, I tried to sign on. It just it was dead. The site was dead, and it had Wreck-It Ralph on there saying sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe it might you know might be up now, or it might be in a few. Might have to wait a few days, but um, yeah, that's a it's a good start. I know I'm gonna get it for sure. November 12th is the launch day. Now I'm gonna sign on to get that that bundle, and I can start. And then uh, Mandalorian's a launch show. Oh, and I, also I didn't know if you saw this, but uh, they're not gonna they're not gonna release their whole seasons at once. So meaning it's gonna be weekly or what? Yeah, they're gonna be weekly. Okay. In the way that's good, like I, it, it does it takes away the pressure of having to binge it all all at once. Yeah, space it out. Yeah, and then also the problem with binging is that you 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 burn right through it, so you don't get that excitement and that anticipation. Right. You know, like 
you know, like the the ultimate example is Game of Thrones, right? Where you saw the the episode ended on Sunday and you were like, oh man, that was amazing, and then you had a whole week to let it stew. And you just right. think about it and think about what's going to happen, what's going to do. And you're talking about it with your friends and your family. And you're like, oh, that was so crazy. Whereas when you binge it, you just go, oh, next episode. And you just you just go right into it. And then, yeah, and then you want to hurry up and watch the, all of it so you can talk about it with your friends and stuff. So th- there's good and bad. There's good and bad, right? Yeah. Uh, but Hulu does that too. They release not all the shows, but some of the shows they release weekly. So, for instance, this this year, Veronica Mars, when they launched Veronica Mars, that was all out at once, so you can binge it. Uh, last year, they had a show called uh, Castle Rock, and that was a weekly show. It was every Wednesday. So, I mean, I, I like I like both ways. I, I like waiting yeah. for the week. Um, like I said, you, you get to sit about it and think it, think about it, and you really build anticipation. But when you're out the whole season, you can watch at your own pace. You can watch when you're free, you can watch whenever, and you can finish it really fast if you want, or you can space it out if you want. So, <coughs> you know, it's up to you. But, uh, yeah, but they, they made, they pointed that out that the Hulu Plus, I mean, not Hulu Plus, the Disney Plus shows are going to be weekly. And I think, um, I think that's it. When, um, I didn't look up at anything for Sunday, did you? Um, Sunday was mainly about the theme parks. Um, okay. But I, I didn't look into, too much about it i just know that they're going to do a lot of stuff at epcot um they're going to add a, add a new rides and make a lot of changes to it so yeah i mean i did the same thing i didn't i didn't really look into it um i'm sure that i mean those i mean the panel was cool the last time i went, I went to the um they had the theme park panel on saturday mm-hmm. it definitely was cool they showed all the stuff coming to disneyland um the avatar land and, then, and it's not just disneyland but like Disneyland in Hong Kong, Disneyland, it went over everything. So, uh, and at the time, this was 2015, I hadn't been to Disneyland in years, long time. And after going to that panel, I was like, man, I kind of want to go. <laughs> Did they announce Galaxy's Edge back then? Or they, well, they yeah, that was, the- that had already been out. That was already out. Okay. So, I mean, that was definitely one I wanted to check out, but when they went over all the new stuff, I was like, oh, maybe I should go back to Disneyland and check it out. And then now that Galaxy's Edge is out, which I want to go to real bad, and Avengers Campus will be next year, which, of course, I'm going to want to go check that out probably a lot. So I'm going to get it passed and stuff. Um, but, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really look into Sunday because it was – there was all the all the big news had already dropped, so I just kind of let Sunday go. But I think it was, I was – it was a lot of the theme park stuff, and I think a lot of behind-the-scenes art stuff, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, D23 is a lot of fun. Uh, I recommend, uh, pretty much anybody. I mean, who doesn't like Disney and Star Wars and Marvel, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you, you'll have a good time. Uh, yeah, there's at think? least, there's at least one thing that you'll like, right? Yeah. Of all the stuff they have. So what do you think, Brian? Would you recommend people, uh, go to D23? Yeah, I would. I mean, it's a lot um it's not as crazy as comic con um and everyone's cool there you know they're all disney fans so, yeah um the vibe there the vibe there is really chill it's not just you know people don't get too crazy or anything yeah everyone's there and everyone's and there's a lot of kids so i think a lot of people don't you know they don't want to get crazy their kids are there so they're not trying to be jerks 
Right. And everyone's kind of, you know, they, everyone everyone wants everybody to to see everything and have a good time. Um, and also kids get a lot of perks too. Like when I was walking through, uh, the, the Marvel with the, with the movie costumes, this, this, uh, family walked by with a little girl. She was probably five or six and the employee handed out a pin to her, gave her a pin just for her. Cause she was a kid and those pins are a big deal, right? They're exclusives and people yeah. go nuts for them. And she, yeah, she just kind of tapped her on the shoulder and said, here you go. And the little girl was like, what? And her mom was like, what? And, and she was here. And then, you know, have a good show. And the little girl was like, oh, my God. She has a little Marvel Disney pin. That was cool. Uh, so the kids, yeah, they take care of the kids there, too. You can bring, you can bring your niece or, or something or your nephew. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> next, next time in two years, yeah, I'll take my niece. And then my, uh, uh, yeah, my, I have three older, three, uh, two, two, nephews and another niece that's older so if it's if it's free or cheap to get them in yeah we'll take them get all like all that free swag yeah <laughs> but yeah uh, i think i think that's it i think we covered uh as as much as we could i mean all the stuff we saw there's i know there's a, there's way more we didn't get to see and we, we can't really comment too much but um it was fun um i wish i didn't have to leave early to go to uh, fantasy football i mean that was fun too but when I go to these conventions, I like to go all day and I try to right. squeeze in as much as possible. And even going to like dinner afterwards at, you know, one of the restaurants by Disneyland, you know, is oh that's fun too. So Oh, um, yeah, speaking of that, um I ended up going to Ballast Point. I didn't know that was there in downtown Disney. Yeah, yeah, that's just it just opened. All maybe right. maybe like a year or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, went there, I went there a couple months ago. Pretty cool. It's a pretty cool spot. Yeah. Did you get food? I did. Got a beer and uh, got some food there too. That was pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I forgot what I got, but it, it was it was pretty. I think I just got appetizers or something, but they were good. So that's yeah, um, that's just yeah, it's brand new. But um, yeah, I think I think that's it for me. Uh, my D twenty three this year is a success, and uh, I can't wait for the next one. So uh, is there uh, anything else you want to drop in there, Brian? No, I think we got everything covered. All right, so we'll be back. Uh, next time and uh, we'll try to get Patrick in here um, try and get uh, some inside info on Veronica Mars uh, that just came out on Hulu a couple months ago so um, we'll see you guys next time <laughs>